In the dark, dark house, there was a dark, dark room. In the dark, dark room, there was a dark, dark cupboard. In the dark, dark cupboard, there were some very strange people recording podcast 170. Put the light on someone. It's cold in here. Let me out. Got you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this, another Staggering Stories podcast. I'm your host, Asda Man. Oh, you're our host. <laughs> 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 in someone else's house, oh, right. in someone else's neighbourhood, holding someone else's tablet, tablet with someone else's microphone. In, in someone else's <laughs> chair. In someone else's chair. But he's in the host's chair. No! <laughs> no, Crumbly normally I'm hosts. <laughs> I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am a postulating boil on the anal canal of life. Ew. I was yeah, going to say, we've just had cake. We have just had cake. Yeah. Because last week it was Keith's birthday. Thank you. Yay. Thank you, friends. Thank Happy you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Mm. Was it 150? 151. Oh, okay. Well, it's 149. 149. <laughs> <laughs> it's important track. to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> now onto the news Ooh. with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Oh. <gasps> Missing stories found and released. Into the wild? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's old news now, but it happened since we last recorded, so we should acknowledge it. Two Doctor Who stories that have been missing for decades have been returned to the archive. Both are Troughton stories, Yay. 1967's The Enemy of the World and 1968's The Web of Fear. Yeah. Rumours have been circulating for many months, with some wilder speculations there. Suggesting that 90 or even all 106 missing episodes have been found. 106 episodes would have to include the Dalek Master Plans, the Feast of Stephen episode, which was never sold abroad and therefore almost certainly lost for all time. In the event, we've had nine missing episodes returned so far. They were still missing the third episode of six from the Web of Fear, which they are filling in with tele-snap photos and original audio. The episodes were found by Philip. Philip Morris, three cheers to all Big Phil. In a TV relay station in Nigeria. Huh? Morris has made it his life's work to track down such missing episodes, setting up his company, Television International Enterprises Archive. In a statement, Morris said. What you are about to see has not been seen since his original transmission in 1968, 45 mm. years ago. Wow. And it is my Damn. greatest pleasure in the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who in a joint project between TIEA and BBC Worldwide to unveil two classic adventures. Count them two. <laughs> my work is never done. And as you know, the search continues. It's like the Incredible Hulk, isn't well, it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same, in the middle of TIEA, I'm expecting... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, that's what I did before. 
before, but you didn't laugh then, so why should we laugh at you? I dedicate these recently returned episodes to everyone who has ever worked on the show and to all Doctor Who fans around the world. Thank you. The two stories were immediately made available online, sadly exclusively to Apple users. In what, were it not for the grey area of BBC Worldwide, likely to be a violation of the BBC Charter? A little bit of controversy, a little bit of controversy. We're not going to hold it. Fortunately, they are both also slated for release on DVD, with The Enemy of the World on the 25th of November 2013, and The Web of Fear on the 24th of February 2014. Unfortunately, these would appear to be vanilla releases, with not so much as a commentary. More rumours abound of at least one more story having been found and awaiting simultaneous announcement and release, but perhaps an how many ends has that got naturally this whole event has shown up a group of fans who wish to portray themselves as an elite clique who know things they can only hint at (laughs) therefore we must take such rumour with caution speaking of one such super fan who recently claimed to have known two years ago restoration team member Mark Ayres said he heard rumours he didn't know None of us knew for sure until a few weeks back when we transferred the prince. Then we knew. What a tosser. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Marquez, by the way, that's the tosser. It's the person Marquez is talking about for Mike and Mike. Exactly. That's why I put it in the quotation mark. Yeah, but the reason listener didn't know that. So ignore any such rumours from such tossers and hope for (laughs) official confirmation Everything else is posturing. Mm. Yes, and the person that posturing has been posturing for years. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone Exciting. news? Exciting. Yes. Misfits. <gasps> Final season started this week. Yeah. I'm not surprised because the whole filming set is now a pile of broken rubble in the ground. Derelict, isn't it? It's <laughs> all come down now. Oh dear. Another bit of news that came too late for our previous podcast. But you've just missed the first episode of the fifth and final season of Misfits on E4. Unless you already knew about it, that is. <laughs> yes, Misfits is back, this time out of its normal Sunday night slot, and instead on Wednesdays at 10pm from the 23rd of October 2013. These final eight episodes will mark the first anniversary of the fateful superpower giving Storm and may well feature the real-life destruction of the area around London's Thamesmead, where it has been filmed since it began in 2009. That would be really cool. So they include the actual demolition of the building. Yeah, Yeah. hopefully. Because what they've done is they've pulled down um, the parts of Thamesmead around Tavy Bridge and the riverfront and that, which is where it was all filmed. Lake. um, Around the lake. And they're going to build new apartments, (laughs) the, the, the new design apartments. And it has been being pulled down for the last few months, so it would have been possible for them to, have to done do a dramatic explosion somewhere. While it was, or, while yeah, it was doing, well, yeah. How cool uh, is that? And when you said misfits, I automatically thought of those dog puppets. Well, that's mongrels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mongrels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they don't have superpowers. No. I caught my dad watching that. <laughs> it's brilliant. Marvel want to take over television. Ooh. Ooh. Clearly chuffed with their immediate success of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series, the comic book company, well, they're actually their owners, Disney, want to build on that by creating possibly four more live-action TV series and miniseries for good measure. Apparently, these would be sold together as one outlet. 
This time not Disney owned ABC but instead they're being shopped around the cable networks and video on demand services such as Netflix and Amazon. Mm. It certainly won't be cheap as the entire commitment is to be said to be for 60 episodes. These would seem not to include the Agent Carter series being developed by ABC which if it goes ahead will see Brit Hayley Atwell reprise her role of 1940s Peggy Carter. If true, Marvel will be very busy little multimedia empire. What could it be? Yeah. Uh, yes, they have a, a whole series of things to do, but you'd have thought superheroes would be more catered for the big budget films yeah. you know so agent of shield is more like alias yeah yeah it's files again it's more focusing on the non-special humans yeah yeah 60 episodes though. yeah they've they, is... they been talking about the hulk for a long time yeah yeah. Hulk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah would it be anything like um the tv series back in the 70s <laughs> oh. you know that's it you know because we're, we're talking it's a live well we're talking oh, a lot of money to cgi something it's going to be very expensive mm. yeah. Epi- every episode because he's going to have to hulk out at least once an episode of course yeah, yeah, yeah. all those yeah. trousers um, now i think the most shocking news ever <gasps> i think this is marvelous oh. news <laughs> the clangers yes! strike back oh no <laughs> darth clanger <laughs> <laughs> it's not just doctor who from the 1960s that is returning so too are the 1969's moon inhabitants the Clangers. Oh, the Clangers are the same age as me. <laughs> the classic children's TV programme is returning to Earth for a new series in 2015 on the BBC CBBS channel. Yay, mm. proper the, programmes for yeah. kids, finally. Woo. And adults. <laughs> the, oh, and, and God, time my, my grandson is going to see this. He's yes. going to grow up thinking whistling is talking like I do. <laughs> if it's good enough for the master, it's good enough for your grandson. This is true. The original was created by Peter Fermin and the late Oliver Postgate. Fermin is returning and bringing Postgate's son Daniel along as a writer on the £5 million production. Wow. What? <laughs> you can get a lot of frog clips for that sort of money. <laughs> oh, and yeah, anyone, you'll figure out what frog clips yeah, are yeah. eventually. <laughs> Fermin said... We hope to engage and entertain children of all ages and their families, just as Oliver and I did all those years ago. The new series will include great storytelling and lots of heart. Tiny Clanger said... Seen in parts, eh? <laughs> it's strange. I almost understood what you were saying. Apparently, they actually did use to read the script as they were doing the clay bits, which you can pick up after. I, uh, will they be knitted yeah, or are they going to be CGI? Oh, this is what I have to knitted. ask. I, yeah, I, I heard rumours that they're going to be CGI. Yeah, but they could be designed, computer designed yeah. to look knitted. CGI knitted. It could be a red yeah. herring, too. But yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. CGI knitted. Yeah. Oh. Soup Dragon's back. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> their kids don't know what uh. they're missing. And, oh, will it be dustbin lids or will they be wheelie bins? Dustbin no. lids. Yeah, because, you know, a lot well, of kids don't no, have dustbin lids. I think so. it would be wheelie bin lids. Yeah, I think that's probably right. <laughs> they might yeah. be able to get away with it with, uh, is it Crouch from Sesame Street? 
Grouch. 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 Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, clangers. I've got a warm, fuzzy feet. No, it's, no sorry, it's the menopause. Just <laughs> Passes the fan. <laughs> Someone's squeeing over there. Bag puss back. Oh, oh no, yes. perfect. And Andy Pandy. With... <laughs> oh. I've got the engine. No. I bought the engine. My only reason my heart sinks is because I was really looking forward to the remake and new launch of the Magic Roundabout. Yeah. Are you just doing I've the engine? Yes. Yes. What's the one with the Vikings? Noggin the Nog. Muffin the Mule and Noggin the Nog. It's a dubious title. Not while we're recording. That was Captain Pugwash. No, see, that was that was an urban legend. Are there any, before we go into rampant state of childhood memories, are there any more addendums? Um, I've only got one addendum. I know, but you're old now and don't need the other one, so it doesn't matter. You've forgotten about the other one. It's in the other tool. What's your addendum? It's it's more or less carrying on from last week's addendum. They've now put up on the the roleplay drive-thru, they have put up the PDIF for uh, Third Doctor. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've had an email through with my link as a PDF. Yeah, so so we'll download that. The Third Doctor sourcebook is now out in PDF. Yes. I have an addendum. Oh, yeah. What's your addendum? Horsham Museum in Sussex from now until I think it's the middle of January is holding a Doctor Who exhibition oh. featuring all the artwork from the comics over the years. Horsham, why Horsham? I've no idea. It's the hometown of Raymond Cusack. Oh, Ray Cusack. Oh, of course. There. Yeah. Very easy to get to Horsham from London, go from Victoria, to head towards the coast, right. and the yeah. museum is sort of about 15-minute walk into town. Mm. We, of course, will be going. It's yeah. right next to my old office, if anyone cares. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it takes a, and it's, it's a green there. building. What, the museum or your office? The museum. Right. (laughs) Our office is a sort of charred building. (laughs) Oh, yes. Anything to do with that? No. (laughs) Any more addendums? Uh, Just quickly, um, the director for the first couple of Peter Capaldi. Oh, yes. Episodes of Doctor Who has been announced. It's Ben Wheatley. What else? Ben Wheatley That's a big name. What else is Ben Wheatley? I keep trying to think of The Devil Rides Out, but... Uh, He did... Uh, Sightseers, which was a British dark comedy, mm-hmm. which I saw in my, uh, a few months ago back. And also he did A Field in England. Ah. Which oh, one, yes. Which uh, went direct to DVD, but also at cinema yeah. and video on demand at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it will be interesting because you've got, no disrespect to Matt Smith, but you've got a much more experienced actor who that's been round the block, so to speak. Mm. So yeah. we'll know how they want to play the character and we'll know how to not necessarily cave in to the director's mm. whims. You've now got someone who's also a very strong and accredited director. Is Steve Moffat going to be moving on soon or is it going to change mm. the direction? Because It's going to be different know. with New it's, Doctor, clearly. I think, I think mm. it's going to be a slight change of direction because, as I said, New Doctor, New Danger... New Labour. <laughs> what I do notice about that statement from young Riddler is how she's mellowed. She said, no disrespect to Matt Smith. <laughs> a couple of years ago, she would have been stamping on his nuts, screaming, I don't care, I don't care. <laughs> no, she always plays devil's advocate from the very beginning. I did like him when he was actually cast. Uh-huh. But it yeah, would have been very, yeah, very boring yeah, if we'd all yeah, gone yeah. wonderful. Chins, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still oh, don't... God, it's been a while since I've heard. <laughs> I have to say, though, I still don't think... I still think he hasn't grown 
thrown into that face. <laughs> Actually, there are some pictures out of uh, from the 50th. Yes. I've yes, seen a couple seen of them, but you can't avoid it. The, the sonic screwdriver. I didn't notice that, but uh, yeah. there's no, one in particular either. with uh, three doctors in it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Obviously, one of them being the missing doctor, whatever you want to call him. And Matt Smith and, uh, Pete and David Tennant, uh, side by side. And it's very hard to say which of them is older of the two. Yeah. 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 yeah, I would have thought maybe Matt Smith looks older than David Tennant now. David Tennant how when he's, young he was. Well, we remember, David Tennant when he's shaved and bathed and that does scrub up rather well. Remember when we reviewed the trailers? I was so shocked how young Tennant looked yeah. on his first trailer. Mm. Was this the yeah. picture of them all standing inside the console room? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I spotted it and all I could think was, I've stood there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. So, we have been watching some new Doctor Who. Well, you say Fish. you. Well, it's new because I haven't watched well, it before. I, I, Me too. It's the first time I've watched it, but I am very familiar with the story, thanks yes. to the Target books. Yes. The Enemy of the World. Transmitted and destroyed before I was born. (laughs) Thanks for that. Thank you. And yet, I know it off by heart. Word for word. (laughs) Transmitted in 1968. One of the first to be destroyed, I believe. Yeah. What? No no monsters. No? That that was something that stood it out. It was a a political thriller. Right in the middle of the In the middle of the monster season, it was a political thriller with no monsters in there. So, the premise starts with the Doctor landing on a beach... For a little holiday, stripping <laughs> off. Oh, yeah. You see him bounding around the sea in his long jobs. It's was that like... actually him? I doubt it was actually, yeah. Because he, he lands on a couple of beaches, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes, but this fury. is the only one he strips down to his long this jobs. Is it. This time he really does go for a swim. <laughs> yeah. And then Jump finds himself being shot at because someone thinks he's not who he is. Ooh. Yeah. That he's his doppelganger, Salamander. Mm hmm. Yeah. Dictator of the world. Well, would be, anyway. <laughs> would be mm. dictator of the world, yes. I actually quite enjoy... I mean, apart from the fact the quality of this yeah, is absolutely... I think, I think yeah. you should address that. I mean, is, it is crystal clear. It's almost as if it, it's the first it, broadcast. It never aged. It's, it's like yeah. it's the original been, print. Yeah. It's yeah. been stored very well yeah. in yeah. Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been cleaned up very well as well. I mean, yeah. it's, it's in lovely condition. People know this story less than Web of Fear. Mm. Yeah. Things like Web of Fear and Abominable Snowman, we only had the soundtrack for so a mythos has grown up around mm. it but mm-hmm. this one the acting in it is probably better I mean mm. that than, is the, the best yeah. thing about it two lots of Troughton yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's one story where I think it was number three possibly four where I don't think you actually see Pat Troughton as the doctor in it yeah. mm. at all I think well, in the reprise at the beginning in the reprise but otherwise but, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's currently, all it's all currently I'm reading Michael Troughton's uh, autobiography of his father oh, yeah. Work. Yeah. I've just reached the bit where he's saying that the enemy of the world has been broadcast and the kids are coming up to him in school and asking where they found another actor who looks so much like his oh, father. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as I said, <laughs> it's, it's, kids. <laughs> it, it's quite ironic at the moment because he, in the book he's lamenting that the fact that there's only one episode, episode. of this story. Yeah. Mm. And, episode three. Yeah. 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 Well, my friend's kids yeah, have there. listened to the soundtrack and I mean they would have only been sort of seven and four and they just kept running around quoting uh, the cliffhanger mm. of episode one you know yeah. 
Why, hello, Bruce. Why are you doing here? Huh? It's, it's, it's hysterical. These kids, that, you know, I've never seen it, and they were running around quoting it yeah. at me. The one thing that struck me about this story is, okay, you didn't necessarily have the, the bug-eyed monsters and all the rest of it. It's one of the few stories where the Doctor has actually questioned whose side yeah. he's on. Yeah. Mm. He wants actual evidence that mm. people who want him to impersonate and that he's being manipulated into the And I thought that was quite interesting, that he, he the Doctor, wasn't clear yeah. well, which yeah. was the good guys and which were the bad as, guys as certainly certain by the end of it it turns out that there is no real good guys because the no. pe- people who are working for or is trying to help are are revealed to be fairly dark in their own yeah, attitude. it's complicated yeah, yeah. and that's so, why doctor doesn't normally cover yeah. human against human like yeah. this because yeah. it's all political yeah, yeah. And doctor it's, doesn't it's, do it's shades of gray it's yeah. not not clear black and white the thing that jumps out being that this was filmed in the 60s how strong the female cast are oh yeah ferrier yeah. and yeah. uh What's the uh, the blonde girl called again? Astrid. Astrid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Astrid, not Peth. <laughs> yeah, and it was a shame that is it Ferrier the the food taster? Yeah, yeah, she was actually quite a big famous actress at yeah, the time. Yeah, and mm. it was a shame that she she went so quickly because she was a really interesting yeah. character. Oh, yeah. I really wanted her to get some revenge at the end. I sort of wanted her to take out Salamander. Yeah. I think she would have made quite a good assistant. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Their problem was they had so many characters they had to yeah. pay them all off, which meant killing most of them off. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That yeah. Way. It, it, it's quite surprising well not really considering who but the death count in this is, mm. you know people getting bumped off by yeah. other people yeah by yeah. other people it's quite, no yeah. it's quite high how bad is Benick in this I mean, <laughs> he is vicious yes yeah. reminds me of- it's a cave of Zani in that regard, mm, where yeah. you haven't yeah. really got any monsters as such. Yeah, the monsters yeah. in this are the people, yeah. the human yeah. beings. Yeah. It's yeah. the human yeah. monster. That's it. There, there's a bit of comedy in the first episode, as you say, with the beach and mm. discovering yeah, what's quite, going it's on. It's quite light-hearted. The first After that, episode, there's not much comedy no. apart no. from the the chef. Yeah. yeah, you know, which is just one episode, the yeah. only one that existed, and not a fair representation of that story. Yeah. yeah, so it's nice to have it back complete. A lot of the comedy comes from Pat Troughton and uh, Fraser Hines. Mm. Yeah. Not together very much. Exactly. In the story at all. Yeah. In fact, I think there's one episode where Victoria and uh, Jamie aren't in it at all. That's it. Yeah. On holiday. Yeah. But I did note. I don't think Victoria screams in this one. <laughs> she change. whines a bit. She's <laughs> always oh, whiny. That's she's the did. character. She got yeah. on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. I have to say, oh. I, mean, I quite used to like her, but the more that's being seen of her, she's getting like Rose Tyler. She's getting right on my yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was not too bad in Tomb of Sidemen, but yeah. in these two have been discovered. She, oh yeah, she's again. I think, edge, it, I think it's I know they didn't do arcs but you get her story is where she's not really comfortable about what happens here and it eventually ends mm. up with Fury from the Deep where she has, has enough, enough and leaves she's clearly had enough already yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, exactly. screams at she, everything in that, she's, she? she's outside her comfort zone mm. well outside her yeah, comfort zone got, yeah very much so yeah, yeah. Was, unfortunately they wouldn't have a character like that nowadays yeah. as a companion no, you no. couldn't do it nowadays this is one I think even people who don't watch the black and white because they're black and white will find that this is a very intense story it's not bubblegum like yeah. some of the, the black and white ones are it's actually quite an in-depth serious story and they've got to get past the fact it's black and white yeah. Yeah. because it's worth watching oh, it God, really, yeah. the intrigue the acting in it and everything else it is very very good and if you've managed to forget or avoid the plot twists yeah. the end of it is actually a bit kind of like uh-huh. <laughs> and it's <laughs> nice that it leads into the next story that was discovered as well mm. yeah but yeah. on the on the fact that it's black and white I, I did a bit of reading up on this and apparently Enemy of the World 1 is the first episode to go from 405 lines up to 625 third episode I think they third. changed I 
think. Oh, they may. I think originally that's what they thought. I think that may have changed. Mm. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. But what did everyone think of uh, Pat's performance as Salamander? I can't see the problems with the accent. Other people can. It is. It shows that he was a character actor. Yes. Because they are two definitely distinct, furthest apart characters you could possibly think of. Even how he holds himself. Yeah. 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 Y
no. So as long as I have something physical in my hand, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm happy to pay twice, as they say. But well worth it if you oh, haven't God, downloaded yeah. it. Definitely get it when it comes out on. Yeah. Um, How could you DVD? not check it out? <laughs> Welcome to the courtroom again. Today, the court is pleased to receive the empty child and the doctor dances. To defend these programs, we have El Presidente and Asdaman. To prosecute this pile of festering refuge, we (laughs) have Real Keith and Fake Keith. The judge. Judging, we have... Ridley bomb. <laughs> in, 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 a, in a totally unbiased manner, thinking that these are two of the best episodes ever created, I will listen fairly to all points. Fair enough. You got your fairly as, cap with, on. as with all court cases, we will begin with the prosecution. Mr. Real Keith, would you care to begin? My lord, ladies and gentlemen, we have here on the face. Two fantastic episodes as we sit down to view them the first time. Intrigue, mystery, and fear. See, there's the fear. (laughs) (laughs) But what do we actually have? Recycled plots. Mm -hmm. Villains stolen from other stories. Yeah, yeah. Conveniency. And coincidence mm. just yes. thrown down. Here, here. And Captain Jack. Captain Jack, I think, should be left for an entire separate judge against the crimes of against humanity. <laughs> Bonking your way across the universe. But <laughs> <laughs> the judge repeats. <laughs> we have <laughs> nanogenes. Mm. Very Star Trek. Very yeah, Star very Trek. And they can't even call them by the correct name. So, so what are they? Are we infringing copyright from Levi here? Are we running adverts from Levi Jeans on the BBC? I um, think not. Um, it's spelled, spelled differently. differently yeah. Minor technical. <laughs> it was not. Did you see the spelling? No, I did not know. It was just mentioned on the screen. And conveniently turning on the lights of Big Ben in the middle of our Air raid. Yes, mm. yes. Surely that Big Ben would have been reduced to rubble. May, may I interject, my please, learned colleague? Please, please, We also had Rose Tyler betraying the sisterhood by going swoony at the slightest opportunity. It was unforgivable. <laughs> unforgivable. No shame, Her conduct shame. whilst hanging from a barrage balloon was admirable, although why was she so stupid as to get in that position at all? Agreed. But okay. when she met the bonking machine she turned into swoony mcfaints a lot and that was not acceptable and also (laughs) the contravening and and interjection of a foreign tv show give me more spock please oh yes yes (laughs) very poor very poor yes yes that is our opening case Mm. you say stolen monsters you mean the nanogenes the nanobots 
yes. Well, I mean, in fairness, it's Star Trek, it's Transporters, and in Doctor Who, it's Transmat. I mean, they're just putting yes. their own spin on and the which word, came surely. First, Transmat, team it, Absolutely, first. you know. Yes, but the nanobots came first. This was clearly plagiarism of the lowest order. Yep, yep. The nanites have they used to heal? I can't remember. I don't know, it had Wesley in it, I kind of... Yeah, you switch <laughs> off. Yes. Yeah, sure. Anyway, I think this is clearly one of the best stories ever. It won the Hugo for 2006, quite rightly so. It put Stephen Moffat on the map for Doctor Who. A fantastic Ooh. first entrance from Stephen Moffat. Yes. Very atmospheric. It was uh, almost shot at night, yep. which always works well in Doctor Who. Ragged Not up for the, the actors, maybe, but uh, works well for the... <laughs> <laughs> there was one or two problems there, but uh, yeah. yeah, it racked up the scariness, the suspense, the atmosphere. Yeah, the empty child, classic. How many kids went around the playground that day, the day after? How could you film a, an air raid in the middle of the day? I'm sorry, but I, I, I have to object to this. I have to. Please. The comment from my learned yet incorrect friend <laughs> about children in the playground the next day. Some children do not know who their mummies are. <laughs> so to encourage oh, yes. them, to encourage other children to mock them with it, this line it, was beyond cruel. It opens up a whole psychological... It's a minefield. Yes, and yes. on top of that, we had blatant homosexuality, which clearly didn't exist <laughs> until 1983. <laughs> we had Captain Jack picking up airmen. I mean, for crying out loud, the Royal Air Force was not that way inclined. Nor was our Navy. We're British, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> if, uh, if, if my grandfather had been patted on the bottom by an American, he'd have pounded him into... No. Methinks <laughs> 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 the prosecution does protest too much. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, this is... Sorry, your... my learned <laughs> colleague, that okay. did Go quiet as well. I think we're unveiling hidden psychological. It's because you're sitting next to me. I know, but you're so sweet. <laughs> but this is I series one. Yeah. And re watching the comeback of series one, a lot of the special effects have aged incredibly badly. Yeah. This story, however, they do stand up. You've got that terrific scene of Richard Wilson. His face yeah. morphing and uh, changing into a gas mask creature. Yeah. Big improvement, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the the uh, air raid at night, that was mostly CGI with some model uh, balloons, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Certainly compare this to the, the other two parter in earlier oh, in this season. God. Night and day. Please, oh. please, let us... No farting jokes here. Please, let no, us compare. The They're reusing the same sets and the same buildings. Obviously trying to scrimp and scrave desperately where they can. Ark in Space, Revenge of the Cybermen. <laughs> Albion Hospital. I, I really liked that on transmission. Why are you doing that with hands? That. <laughs> Nothing in the world <laughs> can stop me now! <laughs> you quite liked what? Sorry, dear. Uh, I liked the fact that I was able to piece together they were reusing the sets and you were seeing these places through different timelines. Yes. So did I. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what a plot arc. But, but talking about Richard Wilson and his face... In the good old days, there was no need for that bone-cracking nonsense. You could just take your oop and go running through village to buy a lot. No, stop, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there was too much use of computer trickery there. 
a proper monster has to be a man in some sort of plastic mask there was there was no need to bring computers into it it ruined the whole effect i will have you know and Not and if i may interject with my learned colleague so, there yes simply catered on its own we can say that this is a good episode. Yes, but it's the thin. Have that record, but please. it is <laughs> yeah. the thin, thin end of the, the wedge. wedge. It opens up Stephen Moffat's troops, scary children, catchphrase, put things in darkness. How many times has he used that again and, and again, again, and again, again and again and again and again and again? And you can complain about the subsequent, but not this and first again one. And again. <laughs> And also, I'm afraid there was bullying. Bullying. Not just the bullying of the child himself, who was stupidly cute, by the way. There was no need to have a child that cute. (laughs) But there was bullying of the doctor by Nancy. Mm -hmm. How are the many children are there in the world with a gigantic nose and massive ears? (laughs) Was it necessary for her to mock him? Next, they'll be taking part in Kicker Ginger Day. And then where will Pond be? (laughs) No, I have no place, no time. I have no time for bullying. And that was bullying of the lowest kind. No, she she was a fantastic character. A very well-defined character straight from the off. No, I'm afraid all she needed to do was to burst into a chorus of Consider yourself. Jim, 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 Wrong one. The ninth doctor took the criticism very well. He's got a sense of humour. Flick of the ears, rub the yes, nose. Yes, but then when he was back in the TARDIS, he was weeping. No, in weeping, <laughs> dancing. I in think in Rosie, he, he flicked his own ears when he looked at yeah, the mirror. That's exactly. because if you've ever been bullied, you try and laugh at yourself, but deep inside, you're dying. <laughs> she stole from him many years of his life. His dignity. His dignity yes. was gone. This is why he everything that made him a man taking... was gone. Can, can, can we get back to the defence of the story? Please? <laughs> I'm not defending the story. I'm prosecuting. <laughs> can we get back to prosecuting the story? <laughs> Okay. Even I've lost the plot. <laughs> then, of course, we have the blatant thievery involving oh, the yes. children stealing that yes. poor man's meal. Yes. The fact that we've introduced homosexuality at one point and then we are criticising it at another. That poor I think man. That was more criticising the uh, the morals of the day and how yes, wrong they were. And they're mixed morals. That poor man had been message. bumming his way through the grocers <laughs> to get his family a meal and he was mocked, whereas Captain Jack was held aloft. But Captain he Jack. He was omnisexual though. Just before <laughs> tapping his bum, he did comment that he was watching Rose's arse. Yeah. Excellent well, bottom, he couldn't which is it. a complete lie. She has not got an. <laughs> See, so there's well. lying yes, in yes. it as well. And also, I'm sorry, but she doesn't have the best upper body strength. I question how long she'd have been able to hold on to that rope. Or if you along have to, with, you can. Along yeah. with why the hell she you grabbed the thing in the first place there. and why she didn't let go when it became obvious. Excuse she was... me, excuse me. Yes. Could we have a sum up of your cases, please? Okay. This is contrived using the same old plot devices that we've seen many, many times Ooh, before. later, not much before. Do not interrupt when I'm summing up, good sir. (laughs) Again and again and And again again and and again. again. There is bullying, questionable morals. Thievery. Thieving, mocking of people's bodily parts. (laughs) We should have had them out. Far too cute child and basically stealing a plot device from Star Trek. It's, no, it was poor. Yes. 
Anything to add? No, I think my learned colleague has summed it up perfectly, mm. except for one small part. Yes. Is nicking construct number two's name. Jamie. <gasps> yes! Mm. The yes. little boy was Jamie. Yes. So you made me imagine what it would be like if my youngest son had been killed in an air raid, and that, <laughs> that put me in therapy for weeks. So that's just another reason. And... And Excuse me, you've had, boy, your, you've had your time. With respect. Oh, you're the judge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. i just like to contest one point. It wasn't blatant homosexuality. It was blatant bisexuality. Oh, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Except swings just, both just ways. Just a second. Could you please note that I am actually just pretending to prosecute everything. And <laughs> <laughs> the thought that the words that come out of my mouth are ne- not necessarily what uh, I think. And I'm going like to go and kiss some makeup afterwards. <laughs> And I'd like to rephrase my last sentence. Not swings both ways, dancing both ways. <laughs> oh, it's true, yeah. I think it's an example of a fantastic historic era Doctor Who. It's nothing like uh, the BBC with its historic dramas. It looked fantastic. Had no Slovene. And helped teach children about the uh, Second World War and the Blitz back in London. Can I just quickly object to that, my friend? You're not allowed to s- use there's no Slovene as a reason for an episode being good. <laughs> That's not fair. Because <laughs> if you're going to do that... I'm gonna. You could say there's no absorber off as well. Fair enough. There's Which no there absorber off. <laughs> I interrupted you, both, my good friend. But do you complain about Captain Jack? If it were not for him, would we not have Torchwood? Exactly. Of Earth, which is wonderful. And okay, we did have Miracle Day, but yes. one, one or two uh, getting better. And it just shows Equison's Doctor in perfect light. Really, how he deals with the other uh, children. A light touch there. <gasps> He's a paedophile as well. (laughs) I was about to say it was a terrific scene, but I think I'll just withdraw that. (laughs) And nobody dies. Everybody lives. In fact, the starving children got to eat. But I'm sorry, that everybody lives, my learned friend. Do you not agree that was nauseatingly twee? It deserved a dance. (laughs) Yes, you agree. (laughs) We're prosecuting. (laughs) No, it takes the normal death which surrounds the Doctor and shows it how it could be if things go right for once. Mm. It really shows them in sharp relief how things badly go wrong normally. Though it could be argued that that shows that with bullying and rampant homosexuality, (laughs) you get what you want, which is not the message we want to be giving to our children. Think of the children. Oh, won't somebody oh, think of the, think children. the children? But the old lady did get her missing leg back. She was yeah. reunited it's, it's, in the Exactly. Excuse so me. put the makers Excuse of prosthetic me. limbs out of a job. Excuse me. I wish to, wish to make Pass my judgment. case judgment here. Already? I mean, yes. We should also quickly mention the, the humour. Yes, there's no laughing matter. No, it's well balanced, as Moffat stories normally are. Mm. Lots of nice humour mm. and the darkness too. Mm. Like the squareness gun, the... Uh... And very coming of age, as you say, homosexuality, yes. bisexuality. Yes. And but... I'm sorry, but this episode had bananas in it and that alone oh, is that, reason to yeah, hate it. Yes. <laughs> the devil's fruit. So on one side, I have uh, an individual prosecution team here who want me to find this programme guilty. As it should be. Because they feel it's a rip-off Yes. Of an American degenerate program. Yes. I think it was a concept before Star Trek. You saw, you (laughs) saw, you placed your case. Excuse me. Yes. Even though the program predates the American ripoff, it's supposedly ripping off. That episode didn't. (laughs) And on the other side, I have a defence team that wished to bring to my attention that there was excellent acting throughout. Mm -hmm. That was an interesting (laughs) part throughout. I'm I'm sensing a less than um, some educational elements to this 
any featured <sighs> Captain Jack. I'm sorry, I'd like a new judge. If <laughs> you broke I out think... in a sweat there, Jack. As <laughs> the menopause. <laughs> mistrial, I declare mistrial. a mistrial. Yes. New chair, new chair. Judge is corrupt. When one sums up the whole thing in a in a round, taking on balance all the um, the points that are raised before me, I find it totally and utterly not guilty. <laughs> Trial unfair, <laughs> and my word is fine. These judges—they're so out of oh, touch with reality. They, they, they can they? be bought just like that, bought and paid for. Have we finished prosecuting? I think we have. Captain Jack's wonderful. <laughs> yes, so I've got to admit, I did like this episode. I would, I would, I would try like him to pat my bum as well. <laughs> I'll pat your bum. I don't want you to pat my bum. Oh, go on then. Uh, Hang on, pat me. Scott's bum. Okay, can... come here, Scott. <laughs> Woo! Excellent um, bottom. <laughs> well, we've been watching two old stories. We have. Two, yeah, two. Yes. 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 Fear of a web or something. Mm-hmm. Was it the web of fear? The web of yes. fear. Ever fear the program? Yeah. Have you ever been afraid of going on the underground? Well, yes, <laughs> but it's got nothing to do with this. Because you assume it's going to be spiders from the time. It is. Yeah, yeah. The only the only shame with this is you've got one episode that's still missing. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. big shame about the missing missing episode. It, 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 it's the first time the colonel or to be Lefer brigadier. Strut. Yeah, Lefer we, Lefer we do see uh, the colonel's boot in episode two, but yes. I'm afraid it's not Nicholas Corby no, no, wearing no. said boot. No, no. One of the interesting things with this. I do remember this from ages ages ago was that the BBC approached oh, London yes. Underground yes. to film in the London Underground because yes. there are a few stations that aren't used they, that, they that closed down tend to go through them so they just Covent Garden yeah. Yeah. yeah but no no in reality there oh, are some old underground right. stations well, the, that aren't the used British Museum so yeah. so the BBC did the honourable things and made we film and the London Chancellor said no you can't well actually again. Going back to uh, the autobiography, it's a yes, actually they said you can fill them, but we need £200 yeah. an hour. hour. <laughs> so what the BBC built their own set, which is yeah. what we see. Yes. London Transport seriously thought that they had yeah. sneaked into the underground <laughs> the, the, and filmed anyway, and at one point were thinking of trying to prosecute them. They were. No, no they had actually approached <laughs> the law courts about suing the BBC. Yeah. It's like for, the for, demons. For sort of yeah. like, you know, trespassing or whatever, and it was a set. Yeah, I'm surprised they, they look quite good, but I'm surprised do. they were fooled because they were too bendy. Actually, <laughs> they were quite short. Yeah. The, no, have you been on the... Dun- when, once you get out the tunnel bit, you know the bit you see where they're coming up to tunnel? Yeah. An underground tunnel is exceedingly yeah. bendy. Yeah. Yeah. They are very bendy. bendy. The carriage is a certain length. I've, 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 <clears throat> I've yeah. been at the front of an underground train as it's have driven you, around yeah. them. <laughs> I, uh, I think the thing that gave it away for me was the footsteps. You, you could definitely hear that they yeah. were on wooden seats, yeah. yes, unfortunately, right. and they didn't dub it. But, uh, like the console room. Like the console room, yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. <laughs> unfortunately. But. So this one, actually, I think it's quite nice, this one coming back. Because it features the great intelligence yes. Yes. Yeah. that we've had Quite recently. Yeah. Did um, Moffat know about this coming back when he, he wrote no, this? No, I don't think Well, so. it was back at Christmas. Come yeah. on. The, possibly, but the rumours that episodes have been discovered has only been going on since, what is it, June, July this yeah. year? Yeah, who knows. No. Yeah. But Very, there, uh, there were rumours before that, but they were about 
two years ago. Oh, there's yeah. always rumours. There's always rumours. It's very hard to tell. Yeah. Um, but but it, I, I must say, in a couple of later episodes, you have the Great Intelligence speaking over a, a speaker. The, the Tannoy yes. system, yeah. And it does sound quite a lot like uh, Richard E. Grant. <laughs> it does, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> What, what I do like about this, and uh, I think if you look back at uh, my wish list for uh, Christmas this year, was that they remount the Web of Fear and refilm it. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, the, dire- the direction on this is amazing. There's lots of close ups of Patrick Trout oh, looking yes. very, very dark and in, in shadows. And yeah. uh, I suppose also when it came back, I noted that of all the missing episodes to come back, we've had The Lion, Dougie Canfield. We've had Day of Armageddon, the second episode of Dark Mask Plan, Dougie Canfield, <laughs> and now we've got Web of Fear practically whole. Yeah. You think there's and a Dougie in... Canfield fan out there <laughs> oh, yes. slowly releasing them? And good fade. for them, yeah, more please. <laughs> the, the, the one thing I like about this one is we haven't come in at the beginning of the crisis. Mm. Quite yeah, often, the crisis is, go- is going on, but it's only just started. Yeah, the, so it, it, seems, it seems the doctor turns up, then the crisis yeah, starts. This one, mm. the crisis is well into, you know, the, London's been deserted, the fog's around, everyone knows about the yetis and that yeah. kind of stuff. So mm. you're walking at a point when it's actually all ongoing, which is quite unusual for Doctor That's Who. It. The pace of the story is yeah. already going. It's you, you've essentially walked it. in on episode three. Yeah. yeah. You've got the classic horror house scenario they are now isolated and trapped yeah yes. you know they can't go above ground that much because of the fog the yetis are blocking off the underground and it's really fascinating looking at underground yeah. going, there's no Victoria line there's yeah. <laughs> all the new lines that have been built yeah. since that yeah. map it's nice mm. that it's in current day terms sort of the yeah. you know, couple of years in the future yeah. it's sort of however the unit years lie yeah. with Doctor Who <laughs> yeah but this is the beginning of uh, Lethbridge Stewart, and oh, yeah. he's completely yeah, yeah. in character. It's like he didn't even have to develop the character no, later it, on. It, it's yeah, it is amazing. Sort of watching the the actor Nicholas Courtney hits the ground yeah. running. He understands the character perfectly. And, yeah, and he was a late addition. Yeah, yes. he was meant to be playing Captain Knight, wasn't he? I think yeah, so. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And then he got then promoted. He yeah, and the guy who was going to play Lethbridge dropped Stewart out. dropped yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, and he's already got authority in it. He comes in and takes over and oh, tells yeah. Chorley, the journalist, of Go and go yeah. and get yourself some pen and paper. There you yeah. go. And of course, him occupied. He, get out yeah. of my hair. He wasn't the only unit actor in this one, though. Oh, was he? No. Yeah, she oh, must yes. be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Is it perhaps a John Levine? Yes, yeah. but we don't, get, hairy, yeah. but we don't get to yeah. see him because he's yeah. I think I've worked out from episode four which Yeti Levine is because it's obviously he's quite experienced inexperienced at this point, and there's one act uh, Yeti that overacts slightly. That's <laughs> <laughs> John Levine, and he walks into the room, and it's clear that the, one of the unit men has shot at this Yeti in the face, and he just sticks his head in and goes. Whoa! And hands to his eyes. It's, just, it's hysterical. <laughs> so what's this? Is his first or his second? Because I know he did a Cyberman. He did do Cyberman. It was a Cyberman oh, in one of them yeah. as well. Was he in Wheel of Space? I, I Wheel know. in Space? I don't know. I have to say, Victoria Waterfield did a very good bit of moaning and groaning and <laughs> yeah. whimpering and whining yeah. if as it's she goes around the underground. She's got oh, it. God, yes, there was one point where I was sitting, can a Yeti just go and eat up? <laughs> How sweet is it that we can sit there and just look at all those scenes towards the last two episodes where she's standing there in real life with her father acting? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Have you ever met them at conventions, the no, family together? Not together. I, I, we had them round for dinner and it was like oh, really? Deborah Watling, yeah. Jack Watling, and Mummy Watling. I <laughs> <laughs> Mummy Watling. And it was just really, really nice 
see them together because we, you know, we couldn't watch the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think in um, episode one of Web of Fear that they had met at that no. point. It's episode two she works yeah. out who it is. Yeah. And it's nice to see those facial expressions of Victoria when she pieces who Jack, Jack uh, well, who Professor Travers Jack is. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Jamie insults him by saying yeah. he's old. <laughs> yeah. Tack to the end. And I think that to some extent worked at the end where Jack Watling's character is actually being possessed and is quite yeah. aggressive to Victoria because yeah. obviously yeah. she's got confidence this person isn't going to, you know, well, the acting's not going to get out of hand, so to speak. And as, as we said before, it leads in from Enemy of the World. How lucky are we yeah, yeah. that they've discovered yeah. together. Yeah. And yeah. also similar to Enemy of the World, you've got another strong female character. You've mm. got Anne Travis, Travis. Yeah. who's mm. fantastic, witty and sarcastic at the same time. <laughs> she's almost like a forerunner to Liz Shaw in Absolutely, some respects. Absolutely, yeah. Well, again, yeah. it's harking back to it was an initial setup and tryout for mm. um, the uh, unit years. Because they were, yeah, again, even more so. again, going back to um, the autobiography, uh, I think Pat Troughton had already approached the heads to try to get a shorter season. And they were thinking about isolating to Earth at this point in time. Mm. Oh, so okay. it was all, they was already planning out two seasons time. Yeah. yeah. At this yeah. point. So now that we've got this back and the reconstructed invasion, we now have most of the unit years available yeah. on DVD. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. will be when Weather Fear comes out in February. Well, as I said, it's only one episode. I'm quite sure that they'll. Yeah. I don't know if they'll rush it out with telesnaps or they'll do another um, cartoon. Because I, I think animation. It's coming out in February, so I haven't got yeah. much time. I was originally disappointed that it wasn't going to be episode three that we had, but I was really pleased that we had episode four because that's where oh. the big battle sequence yeah. for the Yeti is. But yeah. uh, it, it was nice to have Jamie and Victoria on their own. It's a shame Pat was on holiday and, you know, we miss him. But at least you're sort of asking where is he and why yeah. is he part of the plot. And it's, but sometimes, I mean, it is quite nice that the Doctor disappears out of things, yeah. you know. Um, what else he's playing? Gets what he's kidnapped or what have you for a change yeah. instead of the assistant. And this mm. time we don't really know what's happened to him because there's an explosion mm. and then we see him wandering around and then he just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Yetis. I love the spheres. And I have to say that's one thing when the great intelligence came back recently that there wasn't in some way a modern day version of the yeti sphere the control sphere uh, in some you, way you, you had the big snow globe yeah. the big snow globe does not count <laughs> <laughs> was, was there not some sort of sphere thing right at the end in the snow there, there was possibly something yeah. underneath the snowmen but it didn't um, start going <laughs> no yeah see we, i would did, like there to be some kind of heart we, back to the, the we yeti did hear sphere, we but. did hear a yeti esque roar from mm. one of the snowmen but these yetis that have come back have got teeth yes, yes. yeah <laughs> if i remember too, if yeah. yeah if i remember rightly they had a little trailer after uh, enemy of the world Mm. About to, yeah. yeah, about how threatening it was. The Doctor talking directly to the screen about how the Yeti have changed yes. and how they're more monstrous this time. No, they're going to be okay. scary. Yeah, yeah. they've got claws yeah. and teeth. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a rare. It was a rare uh, thing because it was only about a minute. I think there's a reconstruction on YouTube somewhere. Okay, but it's only about a minute long of the Doctor talking directly to the screen. Yeah, just to clear up, when I said teeth, I meant oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, yes. They, uh, they upgraded to Mark II and Weatherfield with the eyes. Yeah. Yes. 
yeah. yeah. And, and the and wastes. Claws. And yeah, claws, yeah. claws and, and claws. wastes. <laughs> they didn't have wastes the first time. No. This, this one, it's quite slow-paced in yeah. some expense. I think the first, the, the Enemy of the World, although it's six parts, it's actually got quite good pace. Yeah. This is six part. But it could have been four. It could have been four <laughs> yeah. or five. There is a lot of, in this case, running not running around. down corridors, yeah. running down train tracks. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's a lot of toing and throwing and repeating elements. Right, so again, back to the wish list. Wanted to remount it, they could easily condense it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, modern who would easily fit I mean, in the forty-five. I mean, episode. Um, the, the guy who did the plays, the state, uh, the state, the Dalek stage yeah, plays. Yeah, yeah. You, you're taking yeah. it about a six-episode yeah. story and condense it down to about uh, an hour. Yeah, and you don't actually lose anything. Same no. with the, the, well, like the Peter Cushing film. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching this. Yeah. Um, the quality isn't as good as The Enemy of the World, really? I didn't think. No, no. it's darker, so it's always yeah. going to be a little yeah. grainy, yeah. presumably. But, uh, it's yeah. kind of nice, I suppose, that we were really impressed with Enemy of the World when we thought we were going to be really impressed with the web of fear. Yeah. And we didn't know what to expect for uh, the previous one, Enemy yeah. of the but World. I'm just so. happy it's Patrick oh, God. Oh, yeah. it's Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Two extra mm, You're like stories. a pig in clover, aren't you? Oh, I am, totally. <laughs> and he's in his kilt. <laughs> I bet you like under Walter Menace. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> what happens now, then? I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> you come up of... all unnecessary. You think you in my the dream there? You're, you're thinking of the knees, aren't you? <laughs> So, but, yes, yeah. another one. Again, it'd be nice that when they release it, if they do a little bit more than just release it on its yeah. own. Yeah. I'll buy it um, twice. Because there are some amateur videoing and documentaries and stuff out there. and you yep. know. There, there's, We have seen that it can be done. Yeah. Um, extras and footage can be scraped up from yeah. anywhere. And I think I heard that we technically now have over half the Troughton episodes in the archive. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think we've just scraped through now. Hopefully there are and more yet to turn up. I, I know yeah. This is the thing, hopefully writing. just the publicity around yeah. the world and how yeah. popular they've been on iTunes is enough to make people well, look I don't more. Know if anybody in Nigeria or other parts of no. <laughs> darkest well, Africa or whatever. The other thing is when this room started to come about, it was, it was the more, I mean, I know they said there was about 90 episodes yeah. and God knows what, but there has been a rumour flying around of, that they had about 13 episodes, which sounds a little bit more realistic. Mm. So maybe these nine. aren't yeah. the only yeah. ones. They, they may be staggering them through up until November or after November. Again, it's very hard to hear any, yeah. any weight yeah. in, against these rooms at all, but yeah. there are suggestions that there is a, a Hartnell story coming back, but who knows how true that is. Well, as I said, the best outlook is that there's nothing more and we're just going to go on in the future, so anything else that does pop up was going to be a pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy with these two discoveries. Oh, God, yeah. Even oh, yeah. if there's nothing yeah. else, I'm happy with that. Yeah. It's nice to see something new that you haven't seen before, mm, even absolutely. though it's very old. Yeah, mm. that's the thing. It's, or it's you've seen it so long ago that you can't actually remember so it's like watching it now. and the best thing was you were told one night and you could go out minutes later and download it if it you're on there. iTunes if you're on iTunes if you've got Apple yeah. all yeah. cleaned up and restored very sneaky way of doing it but the best way for which is perhaps if there is any truth at all there'd be other stories which that could be the reason why they haven't mm. been announced yet because they're not ready for release yet this is it. Mm. And, yeah. and I don't mind everyone lying to cover it up you know oh, we've definitely not found anything you know nothing's been discovered yeah. keep it going yeah. they're just yeah. Release it when you're ready. Yeah. We've been very lucky with these very, very lucky. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. It was nice that it actually was complete stories. You know, whilst it'd be nice to get single episodes here, there, or that, that you know, the, to actually have an entire enemy of the world, you know, a couple yeah, of now we, almost entire we stories. could have had nine episodes from different stories, yeah. you know, as little tasters, but we've got yeah. two complete, practically, mm. Trouton stories. Yeah. 
Right, you've been writing to us, you lovely, 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 lovely people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Before we go forward, we forgot something. Scott, you're fired. No, no, I'm wearing my underpants. You're not firing Scott, and we're forgiving fake Keith for not having watched Enemy of the World or Fury from the Deep, or whatever the hell it was, or Flames of Fear, or anything else. I'm sorry, I was Work. Oh hell! However, I've just realised we haven't said it. hello to the head, head of, of Pertwee. Oh, oh. Hello, hello, head, head of Pertwee. Hello, hello, ashes Pertwee. of cardboard, oh, Amy. Hello, Nazi Spock. Graham, Graham, Graham Fascist Churchill. Is it Fascist Churchill? I think it's no, no. It's Dangerous, dangerous Churchill, Churchill and Fascist Nazi Spock. Spock. How can you call head of Winston Churchill <laughs> fascist? <laughs> why, I don't no think one. it sat well. <laughs> Alternate reality. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello, everything. Um, anyway, naked Tom Baker. Okay, moves. We have heard <gasps> from Naya. Hello, Naya. Naya. Who's Can we now... have a hallelujah for Naya? Hallelujah. She's now gamefully employed again. Is she? Oh, good. <laughs> well, she the government went back to work. Re- oh, yes. Yes, yes. She oh, sent yes. me a friend request on Facebook last night after Ignored we recorded her. her commentary. She's just attention. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you fell asleep at one point when she was telling you how ill she was. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> Concern more you sorry, out. Sorry, Naya. <laughs> You're a fine says, friend, you are. Will you let me read the bloody feedback? <laughs> That's uncanny. Did she really type that? <laughs> it's amazing. She says, Hello, staggering storyteller. I've got to do it in the accent, haven't I? Oh, no, not no, you no, no. Brace no. yourself, Naya. No. Hello, oh, hang staggering storytellers. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. No? Naya, I deeply apologise about this. You know that stuff we were saying about British doing good American accents? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we were about to get one. <laughs> Hello, true. staggering storytellers. Oh my God, she's going to tell us. uncannily good. We're dead. <laughs> this was supposed to be audio feedback, but... The pr- oh, no, I can't do that. No, no, no. You are the uh, British uh, Dick Van Dyke. Don't. <laughs> please, oh, please. No, don't, please. This was supposed to be audio feedback, but the programme I used to record has stopped working in iOS 7. I've also been falling behind on listening to podcasts because (gasps) that's not the only thing not working these days. Oh, everyone who lives in and around Washington, D.C. is living in interesting times, as you can imagine. Yes. Yes. It means I can't correct real Keith's pronunciation. Pronun- <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. It means I can't correct real Keith's pronunciation of generican, our generic accent. I also don't have much to say about the next podcast other than I agree with you about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's good, but has room for improvement. Yeah. So instead I'll give two hope I can get this under 30 second Rex. Oh. Oh. Okay, yeah. One, begin the countdown clock. Sleepy Hollow. Ichabod Crane cut off the head of a Hessian cavalry soldier in 1778 and was mortally injured in turn, but suddenly he woke up in 2013 to discover that his wife had been a witch who put a spell on him. His destiny was entwined with the headless Hessian horseman, and suddenly someone was cutting off heads right and left in Sleepy Hollow. Teamed up with a policewoman who not only believed him but had seen supernatural things herself, the two of them fight crime and try to fend off the coming apocalypse, gleefully throwing the works of Washington Irving in history, folk tales, fish out of water, and the book of revelations into a bl- 
blender and hitting puree, Sleepy Hollow is full of action but never entirely takes itself seriously. For example, as I type, an entire scene is being conducted in Middle English. Unusually for American TV, two or three main leads are minorities, even more unusual. What, Chelsea fans? Even, <laughs> even more unusually, and I'm sure you'll want to note this, the British guy is the hero. Once Ooh. again, the British guy is the good guy. Yeah. For certain definitions of good that include fighting on our side during the revolution. <laughs> I don't know how accessible Sleepy Hollow is outside America, yet it's already been picked up for a new season here, which means export will likely come soon. It really is, already is. Yeah. The next rec is available worldwide. Yeah, just over a minute, isn't it? Yeah. I, think, I think they're showing it on one of the cable trips. Yeah, Sky they Sky's showing it. Okay. Yeah, I've Sorry, seen a trailer for it, so yes. it's definitely here. Gonna have to catch that. And her mm. second recommendation? Oh, yep. Bitch! <laughs> what? Oh, what? <gasps> You're not gonna be like this. Oh. Welcome to Night Vale. Staggering stories, I have been unfaithful to you. <gasps> I have fallen for Welcome to Night Vale. Variously described as Nash. I'm not reading this anymore then. <laughs> Dead to us, Naya. Dead to us. Naya Virtuously. You want to know? Variously described as National Public Radio from the Twilight Zone or Tales from the Lake Wobegon, as told by H.P. Lovecraft. Welcome to Night Vale is a podcast presented as a series of community radio newscasts from a very strange little desert town somewhere in America. Night Vale, where the sun is hot, the moon is beautiful, and mysterious lights pass overhead while we all pretend to sleep. Unlike your chat-based podcast, Night Vale is more of a radio play story. This uh, is for mm. this is a good one for people tired of big season arcs, but plot points mm. and characters mentioned in one podcast will often surface again. It's not particularly action-packed, and you have to have a high tolerance for non-sequiturs. All the weather reports <laughs> are songs by indie bands. But <laughs> But Cecil's sonorous voice will suck you into the personalities, problems and quirks of his weird little town where pterodactyls break up PTA meetings and dogs and humans are banned from the dog park. Looking forward to the next podcast, as always. Naya. Thank you. Thank you, Naya. Yeah. I shall have to, you're not dead to us. I shall have to track that one down. Yeah. 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 So, you've so it sounds like it's a one-guy yeah. thing. I think it's... I've seen it on Facebook mentioned. Mm. Right. Mm. My, my curiosity is peaked. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You can see it in your eyes. <laughs> you're a tart. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <Only> slightly. <laughs> I've heard rumours. Uh, I have Ooh. a shorter one than you. I, <laughs> I have one from Andre. Oh, hello! Andre. Andre, you sexy unk of man, you. He doesn't huh? quite reply to that, but he does say, Hello, all. Yes, I'm still alive, just busy with various conventions. We'll send ah. audio soon. Oh, I, was, I was wondering. Yes, because he's yeah. doing his convention. Yes. Long Island. Long Island. Been following yeah. his um, tweets and yes. Facebooks. Yes. Lots of yeah. have a link Long that we'll put up on the... Uh... He's... No, he's dead to us as well. <laughs> he has a few links there and... Uh, yeah, he's going to send us some audio. Okay. Awesome. So fingers crossed. Look forward to hear about it. Won't be there, sadly. I have a long one. <laughs> I'm all ears. When from... are we going to grow out of these stupid, <laughs> stupid jokes? We're Has... British. Never. Never. <laughs> the damn long chond is part of our national vocation. Is your long one from Adrian by any chance? My long one is from Adrian. Should we read nice it in one, tandem? Nice one, Adrian. <laughs> it is a lot. It might actually, given that everything that's on him, it might be a good idea. Well, should we both read it at the same time then? No, no, no. Oh, we'll, we'll, hello. Sing should we do alternate we'll do alter- No, no, do alternate points. So I'll okay. do number one and, right. and you do... Hello, Adrian. Hello, Hello Adrian. Adrian. Hello, team. Just listened to show 169 and realised I was being a fair-weathered fan. <gasps> so here's an email, even though there is no Doctor Who until the year 3000. Ooh. Feels like it. Here are some feedback and recommendations. One, agents of average to low yield. Ooh. Not a fan so far. Clearly. 
<laughs> I like the Marvel name dropping, but the show so far is very mediocre, mm. even for TV. Wow. I mean, it isn't terrible, no. but it's just kind of slow and so-so. Fitz and Simmons are really irritating. Really? Really? They don't get much to do. No, that's probably why they're irritating. Ming-Na is just mean, and Sky (laughs) was obviously supposed to be Eliza Dushka. Mr. Deadpan Coulson can't shine without strong actors to work against. Not his (laughs) fault. Is that sort of character? You know, reading it, Ming-Na sounds like a sound someone makes at the point of pleasure. Mm. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) The only one who seems to be trying is the Genetic gruff agent, but the rest need massive redirection or better writing. Really? I thought he was the other least interesting. I will give this maybe six episodes to see if I want to keep watching. Don't get me wrong, I want to stick around. <laughs> I want to see if the rising tide is hydra or just a detergent. <laughs> I want to see if Colson could become the vision. I want the guy with the big ears, Franklin Hall, to become Graviton. I want this show to be good <laughs> it just isn't yet <laughs> point two Arrow. Arrow. I cannot recommend this show more highly. He is basically a more badass and less well-adjusted Batman. The (laughs) writing, direction, action, acting and nods to DC continuity are all fantastic. Easily my favourite current show after Doctor Who and Sleepy Hollow. And I don't even like the character as he is in the comics. Kind of hate him, actually. (laughs) Also, the current scuttlebutt is that Arrow is now a part of the DC filmed universe. They will be giving us Black Canary and the Flash this season. The same Flash will get a spin-off series and should be in the Justice League movie. And last season we had Baron Yeah, I kind of I quite liked Avenger the Arrow to start off with, but I kind of lost interest in it. Black Canary? Sits in a cage all day? <laughs> yeah, probably. Three, Primeval, New World. Ah, cancelled. Not great, but I enjoyed it more than S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Even with the fast-forwarding through the boring bits. <laughs> Wish more of the old cast showed up here, here. And why didn't the Ark send more folks to help? Mm, Point four, Clone Wars and Rebels. Oh, yeah. Loved Clone Wars. Really, mm. it had everything the prequel movies were missing, such as logical stories, character development, and the actual war. <laughs> Nudity. Rent it. It is also airing in syndication on Cartoon Network's late night Toonami block. Uh, really wow. looking forward to Rebels. It will be airing along with the Lost Clone Wars episodes in early 2014. It takes place 14 years after Re- Revenge of the Sith mm. and will have the Empire in full swing and the Rebellion's beginnings. There is also a new villain, a Sith-esque creepy guy dubbed the Inquisitor mm. whom Vader attacks to hunt Jedi. <laughs> if the series is anything like Clone Wars then there will be multiple bad guys gals being pitted against each other by their masters Vader and Palpatine to see who is the fittest to survive and of course there will be Jedi on the run. Mm. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Shame they killed mm. off Clone Wars but yeah Rebel sounds rather good. Five Movies. Mm. Evil Dead was gross and creepy, but much better than I thought it'd be. Good story idea, but to have the possessed girl be a detoxing addict so no one will believe her. Also, Thor 2 will be awesome. Certainly <laughs> will. Hopefully. I've seen the trailer, it looks it. Sleepy Hollow, point six. Oh. Wasn't sure what to expect, but it is great. Takes the story of Ichabod Crane and adds the apocalypse. I don't want to say more, though, spoilers, but if you like supernatural conflict, time travel, sort of, crime shows and British-American culture clashes, then this is your show. 
And <laughs> now this email is too long. But thanks for keeping the wackiness up, even with no who. It is greatly appreciated. Think I may check out Atlantis. And Gordon's audio feedback was the best ever. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> F.A. indeed. <laughs> Be seeing you, Adrian. Thank you, Thank Adrian. Adrian. I have one here from Will. Hello, Will. Hello, guys. Oh, the girls. Uh, <laughs> not much news in the Doctor Universe then. Only nine episodes found. Only. <laughs> Only. Squee. 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 I like the web of fear and enemy of the world, so I can't wait to see them. Speaking of Doctor I'm enjoying the Doctors who visited on watch. Yeah. I can sometimes point out the obvious. They're aimed towards new fans who may not have seen the classics. Yeah. Mm. Thanks to Adam for joining us for the live watch of the stories. They've been a lot of fun. I've started to watch Buffy. Oh. I'm really getting into it. Oh, okay. I'm just on the last episode of the first series. By the time this comes out, I'll be on the second. I like the characters and the stories, especially Giles and Willow. Oh, yes. Yeah, they get better. All right, a bit more next time. Will. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. I'm just watching Xena Warrior Princess on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. I remember I loved it the first time around and I was sort of like re watching it, thoroughly enjoying it. It's a good romp, isn't it? It is. And (laughs) I can totally understand, given it came out the same time as the Spice Girls, why Daddy's thought Xena was a lot better than Spice (laughs) Girls. Yeah. What yes. those two are doing left your imagination. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was a very well built, mm, athletic woman. <laughs> a jolly girl. Yeah, with black knickers. Yes. <laughs> Any audio feedback? Yes. Ooh. Our cup runneth over. It does, yeah. After it's amazing what blubbing when you <laughs> yeah. don't get anything. I wasn't back actually going to mention that, but yeah. Right. We have one here from Sandro. Hello, Sandro. <laughs> Hello, Staggerers. Hello, Sandro. Uh, Sandro here. Just going to kind of say what I think of what you've so been you talking say. about lately. First of all, the new p- television program Gotham. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was quite funny news to me because um, a couple of months ago, I was talking to another one of my friends who's also a podcaster and a very, very big comic book fan. I- and... Um, I was saying how Batman should have his own television program. It shouldn't be Batman fighting. It should be Batman solving crimes like how he used to do. And yeah, then all of a sudden, news it. comes out that it's, it's Gotham and it's Jim Gordon <laughs> solving the crimes, and Batman's not even around. And <laughs> yeah. that just that just laughed and went, "Oh, that is that's funny." Because that I think it'll work. It will work, especially in the hands that it's in. The news about the Walking Dead spin-off was quite annoying because I don't know. <laughs> depends who they make it about. I'm actually a pretty big fan of the comic book series, video uh, game series, and television series now. And, um, yeah, and going back to what Keith said about how he can't get into it because of the zombies, well, yeah. it, from about season two onwards, there really isn't that many zombies. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. There isn't that many. Um, the comics more about the people. It's all character-driven. Mm, yeah. the, the main show is completely character-driven with barely any action, especially in season two, which is just pretty much they're in this one spot and they're trying to keep it safe. Oh, and my, that's pretty much all season two is. Season two. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. and um, what else? You talk about Orphan Black. Oh yeah, I've yeah. seen the complete first season of Orphan Black, and uh, yeah, it, it was quite quite interesting seeing your theories. Um, <laughs> laughing at how wrong they were. Oh, thank you. Um, it's a it's a pretty good show. It definitely picks up around episode four. I think it's from episode Just four onwards. Episode four. It yeah. certainly Sorry. gets more fast paced, yeah. and so much, so many more things become clear. Yeah, and it's uh, it's quite fun. I've also been enjoying Atlantis. Atlant- yeah. Atlantis has been good. I've only seen the first three seasons, but there's one the first three yeah. episodes. Seasons, that's not right. Uh, what, by the time of the time of I haven't only seen it to episode three, but um, it's quite fun. Hmm. 
I am enjoying it probably more than I enjoyed Merlin, mainly because I know Greek mythology so well. I really <laughs> has it. I just it was just one of my favorite subjects. Mythology has always been one of my favorite subjects in uh, in history and stuff. So this show it kind of appealed to me in that sense. Uh, it, they do get a lot of things wrong. But <laughs> yeah, it, it like they really did with the Merlin. It's a great show either way. Mythology. But yeah, the, the main character is kind of wooden. Um, <laughs> yes. Like, he does kind of get better from to about a tree I think and uh, yeah, yeah all the characters are great in Atlantis Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have been watching as well enjoyed that a lot mm-hmm. very fun although I didn't actually enjoy the pilot I oops oops <laughs> what was that yeah I didn't really enjoy the pilot um, mainly because on reasons Reese will scream at me for as I know because we've talked about it before in the podcast and stuff and um, it felt like the pilot was telling you who the characters were and stuff. Well, yeah, it felt yeah, like yeah. the pilot was so slow, and the, the big baddie in the, in the episode was rather boring and <laughs> not poorly acted, just not yeah. brilliantly acted. And um, yeah, and then I think it's because I compared it to the pilot of Arrow, uh, in which was just fast-paced yeah. action or just greatness throughout the entire episode and uh yeah i think the the arrow pilot has kind of set the bar for me at the moment even rose but yeah i am really enjoying agents of yeah. shield and uh look forward to seeing what you have to say about it hmm. i've got some things i want to recommend just some television programs i'm currently watching uh just kind of go through them yeah so a bit about them. first of all falling skies is a great television program mm-hmm. um that's about it's a post-alien invasion world, and yeah. there's a group of humans like we are. trying to survive. Pretty much, it's pretty much The Walking Dead, but with aliens. <laughs> and it's pretty yeah. fun. I think season four started in four, April. Really? Season three yeah. is finished, yeah. Yeah. and um, I haven't actually seen season three yet. I'm behind on a lot of programs, but um, yeah, Falling Skies is pretty fun. It's a fun show. Pilot was a bit. Then slow, uh, Revolution. Oh. I don't know if you get that over there. No. Yeah, you have gotten it or yeah. are getting it. But uh, yeah, we get it over here, and um, it's a pretty interesting show. I uh, I've already seen all of season one. I think I'm up to season episode three of season two at the moment. I am behind on that one as well, and uh, it's two, it's yeah. a pretty good show. Yeah. Season one was very shaky. Yeah. Especially the mm. first half of season one was yeah. Look at next gen. pretty bad, but <laughs> yeah. I kept with it because I knew it could get better, and it did get better, and now it's and now it's great. It had to get it's better. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sleepy Hollow, I've been watching that as well. Uh, we got the fast track over here in Australia, so I can watch it on the TV, Hollow. which is different. But uh, Sleepy Hollow is fun. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good solid supernatural thriller, I think. Every episode seems fast-paced, and... It's well acted, well written, well directed. Lighting's a bit iffy, but aside from that, it's pretty good and pretty gory. Very gory, <laughs> actually. So it's if you don't like off. people I'm getting their heads chopped off in every lighting. episode, don't watch it. Um, what else? The Tomorrow People that started a while ago. Ooh. Ooh. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Good. No, I've, I've heard of that episode since. But, I haven't uh, seen any of it. Yeah. No, it's not over it's here. Not pretty yet. good show. Oh. I should, I should, I should watch that. James uh, Spade is the Blacklist. Is fun if you like. started. American yeah. thrillers, you kind of hear one of you saying, oh man, he's watching a lot of programs, but that's because I've got a lot of spare time. Oh. Uh, no, I don't. I'm three episodes behind on every program that I watch. And uh, a video game, I just want to say uh, that you should play is Splinter Cell Blacklist. It's the game I'm currently playing alongside um, Batman Arkham City and Grand Theft Auto 4, yep. not 5. 
four. Oh, four! Yeah. Um, and it's it's a fun game. It really is. It's pretty much you are playing as a guy whose main whose name escapes me at the moment. Oh dear. Yeah. But um, you're playing as him, and you've got to shut down an organization called the Blacklist to a threatening oh. America. And um, yeah, it's a pretty fun game. Are you playing it now? Very stealthy, <laughs> feel like stealth. Gone for seven minutes. I should wrap up. Just want to say that I've got a new podcast out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, called The what? Undertaking, which Ooh, is an Arrow podcast in which myself, Reese, again, and uh, a friend called Lee Busby, who does other podcasts as well, but they're on the um, superhero comic book side of the oh. podcasting realm, not the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance, as this group of people is for some reason called. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I would like to say, if you like Arrow and are watching season two week to week, please join us. It's a fun show. It's fun to host. It's also pretty fun to edit. <laughs> really? Um, wow. So yeah, it's fun. Definitely go check that out. And I think I've overstayed my welcome. So <laughs> oh, goodbye. Yeah, and I will hear you and me. Actually, yeah. I will be yes. listening to myself and what your reactions to me are. That is sound. That sounds weird. He's <laughs> <laughs> an utter. He's an utter. <laughs> Quick, cut him. Easily the sexiest man him. ever born. <laughs> I knew that they okay. were making the Lutamar people, but I didn't yeah. know it would actually been aired yet. I've seen yeah. lots of photos. I hear good. it's quite mm. good. But, yeah. um, we were expecting it. It doesn't have Mike Holloway in it. Yeah. <laughs> they look like they're more 20 somethings than yeah. Yeah. teenage yeah. from the photos I've seen. But I think that's the demographic audience you're now aiming for isn't it really yeah they're not too young itv children's slot yeah yeah keith yes i think i may have just done something silly oh no i forgot this was your tablet and i was on facebook and i accepted a load of friend requests (laughs) that were for you (laughs) not for me you are now friends with gloria titty banger (laughs) smart (laughs) and in real life too You're like Gloria. Love One of them, in my defence, was from my sister-in-law, so why you weren't already friends with her is beyond me, as she adores you. He was leaving that one pending for a while. <laughs> yeah. One of them was from Anthony Make Brown. And you're now friends with... You are friends with... Galichon! No, you're not. You're not friends with Anthony Brown yet. He is now. (laughs) And um, James from the Doctor Who podcast. You're friends with him now. You've known Anthony Brown for years. On and off. On and off. An off moment. But your sister-in-law... I didn't recognise the name. What, Joe, what, Joe Fay? Yeah. Considering... Oh, you worry. Sorry, Joe. Not that you'll ever listen to this. Can I point out with the podcastings and that, you know, yeah. there's a lot of podcasts yeah. out there and, uh, yeah, and yeah. They, they covered all sorts of things. Right, everything, pretty much. Why are we all so nepotistic in that you've got someone from Podcast A is contributing yeah. on Podcast B and Podcast B has someone from Podcast Post- C. Post-pollination. Post-pollination. We're not quite so good at that as other people, but Podcast. Yeah. Yes, there's Podcest going on. <laughs> Some greasy You've been fingerprints in there, isn't That's because it's greasy. That's a greasy, greasy fingers. Mind you, Sandro and Reese, they've got a lot going on. They have. Yeah. 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 Podcasts. That's well, they're not even on the same in... continent, are they? Want, I wonder if Reese actually has face-to-face conversations with people anymore. No, is, or is oh, it all actually, via microphone? No, 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 actually, Reese is cloned. There's about five uh, of them. How can Sandro watch so many programmes, play games, and do multiple podcasts? Exactly. It's impossible. Because he's, he's got a time machine. Ah. <laughs> ah. So they get Tomorrow People and Time Machine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. See, he watches it, and then stuff he wasn't able to do, he goes back and does that. Uh, oh. can, can you go back and pick up some missing episodes then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is that it then? That's no, we have it. one oh. final bit of audio feedback from Tim. Hello, Hello Tim. Tim. 
It should be bright and cheery. Hello, Staggerers. Hello. Hello. Tim from Tim's Take on here. I hope you were having a feedback drought, so I thought I'd better help out. (laughs) Thank you. Something on the last podcast about there being some kind of sex dungeon in Cambridge? Yeah. I have absolutely no knowledge of that whatsoever. Yeah, we believe you. I deny everything. (laughs) (laughs) They found some missing episodes. They did. Even more, yeah, even though I'm flat broke at the moment. (laughs) I I managed to persuade a couple of people to give them to me on iTunes. So I (laughs) I have to thank Jeff Kaplan, who I was hanging out with at um, Galley in February, Andrew Woody, and Jonathan Rayner, whose joint efforts allowed me to see Web of Fear and uh, Enemy of the World. Which I watched the wrong way round last weekend. You can tell he's watched the fire excitement in his voice. You can. Because I was very keen to see the Yetis more than anything else. Ah, weren't we all? Big Levine fan. And, um, yes. well, it's a lot of fun, The Web of Fear, but it's a yeah. very odd story because mm. it's almost entirely set in the London Underground. Yeah. Yes. yes. There's, like, one scene at ground level and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is set underground. Sounds like my life in the 80s. And characters speak to each other in <laughs> phrases like this. Was there a dungeon? Oh, oh, I left them at Piccadilly. No, no, he's at Holborn now. And all sorts of phrases like that. It's quite odd. But it's magnificently well-directed. It's very well-acted. The script is not perfect. It doesn't necessarily sustain over six episodes. It gets a tad repetitive. Mm. But the Yeti are brilliant. And I'm I'm quite the fan of them now. And they really, really should bring them back for the, the new series. Yeah. Then on the Sunday, I put Enemy of the World on. Oh, yeah. With very little knowledge of Enemy of the World. I'd seen the one episode that had been found <laughs> several years ago, and I'd watched Period. that a while back. I'd listened to the audio of the whole story as well, but equally years ago, so I had approached it entirely as a blank sheet of paper, not really knowing anything about it other than the fact that people were saying episode one was like a mini Bond movie, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. episode one is like a mini Bond movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a beach, there's um, Troughton's Doctor acting incredibly like, like There's Matt actually Smith. some stock footage used from Russia um, with Love. <laughs> yep. Even though Matt Smith hadn't even seen this story, you can really Sweet. tell where a lot of his Doctor comes from. Mm. It's it's a story with less Doctor in it and more baddie in it, but yeah. all the better for it. Yeah. Mm. Because Troughton is just absolutely magnificent as Salamander, yeah. and he's magnificent as the Doctor, and he's also magnificent as the Doctor pretending to be Salamander, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not yeah. wishing to give too much away. But it is... A wonderful story does manage to sustain reasonably well over the six episodes. And um, when you do get hold of these, I highly recommend you watch that one first because mm. it's 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 a real tweet. Real treat, I should tweet. say. Tweet, 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 tweet. Tweet, tweet. Been on Twitter too much, clearly. <laughs> so I will, I will leave you and the head of Pertwee and the, the various things doing odd things on... Uh, <laughs> Pardon? Adam's um, Adam's show to oh, yes. to further oh, podcasting cute. fun. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Thank you Tim. Tim. I would say Enemy of the World works better visually than it does as an audio. Yeah. it's pretty yeah. forgettable as an audio. Yeah, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the problem. Most people remember the Web of Fear audio, but not Enemy of the World. Yeah, of the two, uh, Enemy of the World far far better. Mm. Right? Yeah, right. and Money. yeah, Web of Fear works as you said works very well as an audio with the mm. linking narration. Yeah, because you, you can more or less 
see what's going on. And you yeah. can't tell it's the same set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But with, oh, with undergrounds, all look the same. Yeah. yeah. Any more feedback? I think that's it. Oh. Would you like to lead us out, young Asda man? I shall do my best. What letter <laughs> are we prescribing him oh, to you? X. Oh God. X. <laughs> oh no. Uh, flummoxed completely. Xylophone, xenophobia, Xena. <laughs> Xena. More Xena next time. Freewheelie. Yes. Well what le- we do best. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for another episode of the Staggering Stories Podcast. Aww. Aww. But we'll be back next time. Aww. Mm. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do we have to? I don't have to come back, but I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so until then, I've been Asda Man. I'm Fake Keith. <laughs> I'm Adam Goodbye. I'm Jean. And I am the real Keith Dunn. I'm very disappointed there was no fun for Rollity and Jollity. Yeah, I completely Nor forgot. news and reviews, or who old and new. You're oh, just well. not coming back. <laughs> or am I? Dun, dun, dun. You have been listening to The Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, number 170, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, The Real Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this was an Al Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. That only went six minutes over. It's yeah. <laughs> quite good for us. At least we had lots to say. This is true. What next? What next? What next? Where's the fear? <gasps> oh, in that case, toilet break. Yes, you go downstairs, I'll go upstairs. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. <laughs> we're timing you both. <laughs> I tell you what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to get you a, a, a ring, a master ring. Oh, so, yes. A master ring. Yeah. Well, I was... <laughs> I went into Stop it. making up your own jokes over there. <laughs> One day I'm actually going to start building Doctor Who titles into my minutes and see how far <laughs> yeah. I get away with it. How many headlines have you got away with so far, Kat? A few. <laughs> my favourite one was, um, you remember that poor bugger that was tortured yeah. in Bewbush? Yeah. The group got locked away and the first one to go away was that bloody horrible dominatrix woman yeah. and got her big horrible ugly face on the front of the paper and I'd got from the face of evil (laughs) (laughs) would you care to join me in the Doctor Who theme on Swanee Kazoo on Swanee Whistle Doctor Who by Mr. Gumby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Riding along in my little yellow car, my rumpty pumpty little little yellow yellow car. car. Looking at the trees and the birds and the countryside. I will help myself to im. That is the end of BBC programming for today. Mortality. Four wheels on my TARDIS, and I'm still rolling along. Those Cybermen are after me. They look mad, and I feel sad, but I'm singing a happy song. Welcome to Staggering <laughs> Stories Podcast 170. There you are, we got the only. <laughs> the leaves were crunching beneath feet. The cats were prowling and yowling. Five doctors. <laughs> <laughs> The owls were hooting. Woo.
the vampires were sucking. <laughs> spit, spit. <laughs> Is this actually going to go? The werewolves were howling. Um. <laughs> like said, Is this I'm thinking. I'm thinking. What are the ghoulies doing? <laughs> the ghoulies were groping. <laughs> and in the depths of Broadfield, where the wild things play, was Staggering Stories podcast number one seven zero. It means I can't correct real Keith's pronunciation of... Oh, Jesus, Naya, you've written this far too small. <laughs> no, it's been printed small. Is it aluminum? Would you like me... It's on like the tablet, too, oh, if you yeah, want okay. to... Uh... Oh, is it... Can I read it on the tablet? Because yeah. that's just killing my head. Tablet's a tiny thing. Can oh, you right, find it one. for me on the tablet? Yeah. I've got it here. Gone. Well, good for you. You think I can see it from over there? <laughs> I'm just about passing it to you. <laughs> you go, good to... I can see it here. <laughs> <laughs> Read it from there. <laughs> oh, God, that's better. Oh, that's so... Oh, oh I can see now. I can see. I've got right. a song there. Hello, Sandro. Oh, I've got to turn the speakers on. Does help if you turn the speakers on, yes. Technical glitch, Sandro. Bear with us. Here's the music. You're really getting into it I was going to do a little Spanish flea. What's the little Spanish flea? And there's what's that little white ball? That's what I was thinking. What? Once upon a time, there was a little white ball. A little white ball. He was the exception to the little white ball. So that occupied a few minutes. <laughs> Have we Sorry, missed Sandro? Has he been a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Sandro. <laughs> Next time, Sandro. I'll bugger Arsenal winning. <laughs> Sorry, Carol. <laughs>